Well, welcome to the uh, year in review episode of the Red Carpet Cafe podcast. I am one of your hosts, Eric Root. And I am your other host, Bree Pell. 2021 has been one interesting year. We got this little idea off the ground. We uh, got ourselves some episodes recorded. Mistakes were mm-hmm. made early on. <laughs> uh, we had some audio issues in the beginning. Ooh. Some of them, I, I have a hard time re-listening to the original stuff from earlier this year just because some of the audio was like, ugh, cringeworthy. <laughs> That's the difference between Skype and Zoom, right? Yeah, apparently. And um, we had some episodes that were lost. You know, the original, the original teaser trailer had us discussing Made for Love from HBO Max. Mm-hmm. And we talked about Ray Romano and his uh, his love doll. Mm-hmm. We're not going to Diane. Re- yeah, Diane. We're not going to rehash the lost episodes. It, we it's it's tragic because I want to say we had about five or six episodes recorded uh, of various things, and it it broke my heart when my laptop completely crapped out, and I had to get it fixed replace the software all that other fun stuff i'll say this about made for love it's a good show i i suggest that if you haven't seen it watch it it's got an interesting concept science fiction but it's the lost episodes that make me want to look forward to 2021 what did you 2022 or yeah, twenty twenty two. I don't want to. I don't want to do this year again. <laughs> Please. Can we? Can we go back in time pre pandemic and then maybe cover some stuff? <laughs> no. Keep moving forward. What uh, What were some of your favorites for this year that you had seen, either TV show or movie wise? Um. Well, we kind of talked about this a few episodes back. Um, Succession, uh, currently on HBO mm-hmm. Max. Uh, I'm a big fan of that show. I'm a big fan of Kieran Culkin. Um, some of the character arcs. I mean, right now we're in season three. Um, I have officially caught up. Actually, I caught up a while ago when season three started. Um, and just the character arcs and the way that there's just the how believable it is and the way that these characters, like how far they've come from season one and the things that happened to them in their life. It's, it's really, I enjoy it a lot. I think that it's, it's done very well, um, written well, acted well. Uh, something that we haven't talked about at all that I kind of discovered on Disney plus is this series called just beyond. Okay. So um, it kind of reminds me of like, I mean, growing up, I was a huge Are You Afraid of the Dark fan and uh, Goosebumps. And I think Just Beyond might have some R.L. Stein influence, if I remember correctly. Um, it, but it kind of it's it, it's kind of the same philosophy. It's like each episode is something different. There's not like it, there's no storytelling behind it. It's like, you know, Are You Afraid of the Dark where the kids they'd sit down and 
submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. Um, <laughs> it's not like that at all. It's just it just an episode starts and there's always some sort of like lesson to be learned, right? With like, you know, whatever happens. It's like 20, maybe 30 minutes. They're short episodes. Um, but I'm pretty impressed. I mean, some of them I'm like, holy cow, if I was a kid, this is so scary. Like even as an adult, some of them I'm like, whoa, like this it's so much more intense than what I remember goosebumps and are you afraid of the dark being growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've, I've kind of enjoyed that a little bit, which also brings me to on Paramount plus they have, um, they've kind of sort of redone. Are you afraid of the dark? Um, and created a, like a, so Are You Afraid of the Dark, each episode was just a different story where what they've done now, and it's I'm pretty sure it's still on Nickelodeon, and that's why I can see it on Paramount Plus, is um, they've they've made it more of a series so that each one, you know, that you're you're watching the series. It, it's it's I don't even know how else to to describe it, but it's like this girl, she goes to this school. Uh, and then, then these group of kids, they like admire her and know that she's potentially the right fit for them and, and invite her to be a part of the, the Midnight Society. And then they start telling this story and she, her story that she submits to become a part of the society is a dream, a reoccurring dream she's been having. Mm-hmm. And the dream essentially becomes a reality and it's, oh my gosh, it's so cool. Like, I can't wait for more episodes. I know there are more episodes, but they're not all on Paramount Plus. I'm like, okay. I'm really excited to, to keep watching it. And I'm not, I need to check that one I'm out. not a high schooler. <laughs> I'm a grown up. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so good. That's awesome. I would say for television, the highlight for me, probably all things Marvel that hit Disney plus mm-hmm. and were they perfect? No, but they were compelling to the point where I know like many others, we were driven on wanting more content for the MCU. So WandaVision mm-hmm. hits Falcon and the winter soldier hits Loki mm-hmm. hits. And now Hawkeye is out there. Um, you know, black widow, even though it was a read uh, uh, a backstory for Natasha Romanoff, um, but that would be more movie than anything else. But television wise, those Marvel plus shows have been kind of the saving grace for me and my desire to want to get more content from Marvel. There were other things too, that I thought were really cool. Ted Lasso absolutely loved watching Ted Lasso. Um, to, to say that the show is funny is an understatement. I know Jen and I covered an episode on that um, not too long ago. Uh, Schmigadoon, also on Apple Plus, was really good. But there's other things that are coming down the pike. I'm kind of curious about seeing the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reboot. I'm not a fan of reboots. Me either. I just saw, which brings me to another one that I was going to say. But yeah, I just saw a preview like a teaser trailer, I guess, for that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, that's going to be interesting. I'm curious, but not excited because it is a reboot. That's my mm-hmm. only problem with it. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. More of a curiosity. I got one. Um, He's all that. 
which is like a retake <laughs> on She's All That. Right. And growing up, my aunt and I, I mean, that movie, I, I feel like we talked about this before, whether it was in a podcast or a lost podcast, I don't even know, but I feel like we've already had this conversation, but I was like, I was really excited for it. And it was, it was cheesy, but I mean, so was She's All That, but it was cheesy, but um, the, the, pieces that they put into it for those who you know lived in the time of she's all that um <laughs> there are certain there are certain little um oh, what's the word i'm looking for um i can't think of the word i'm trying to think of but um you know there's just certain things that were like oh like i remember that like just i don't know yeah i can't think of the words so it doesn't make sense of what i'm trying to say but it was I was impressed. I thought it was way better than it could have been. Okay. Uh, Movie-wise, I still look back at Tenet as being one of the ones which I thought was the most unique. Mm-hmm. I would of agree. The, of the offerings. That was technically 2020. Right, but didn't become available until much later mm-hmm. on digital because, you know... Again, the pandemic shutting everything down virtually. Mm-hmm. Um, now that theaters are, you know, reopening and such, I am hoping that at some point in 2022 to be able to go out to a theater one time. It's a little tough with little ones and, you know, the, the constant work schedule. But I, I know that most of my movie offerings lately have been focused on on Marvel uh, I'm hoping to see more than just Marvel offerings that will entice me to want to go. Cause right mm-hmm. now I haven't seen the Eternals yet and it's been out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's in the theater. Mm-hmm. Haven't gone. And then we have here and just basically this time now, uh, by the time this is airing, you got Spider-Man on uh, no way home. That's going mm-hmm. to be dropping. And so again, those are all Marvel films. And yep. I'm really hoping to see something other than just Marvel. Now, HBO Max has 8-Bit Christmas, mm-hmm. which I started to watch yesterday was cracking oh. up, but my two-year-old was acting up. So I'm like, I'm going to have to watch this later. And I had mm-hmm. to stop it. But it's so far, it's, very interesting and that easily could have been a film oh my gosh you know what's coming out here on christmas day huh that's home sweet home alone or whatever no 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 that's already out i think on um disney plus it's coming out in the theater and simultaneously on hbo max the new matrix film Mm, yes you know i just mentioned that to my dad last night actually because i saw i saw that make it a christmas film it doesn't matter if it came out on Christmas day or my birthday <laughs> or the 4th of July. Like it's the, it's a Christmas movie. If it's about Christmas, I'm pretty right. sure the matrix is not going to be about Christmas, All right, fair. Um, but we were just talking about that. And I, I want to see it because I've seen all the other three, but right. I don't necessarily think all three have been phenomenal. Oh, did you, did you see the guilty? And... No. Oh God. No, I was going to say um, two and three are, I think technically the weakest offerings of the group, mm-hmm. but 
I, I'm holding out hope that this fourth one is good because Keanu Reeves doesn't strike me as one that will just do a film to do a film for the payday. Like, I, I think he, you know, in the past, maybe he's had some not so stellar films, but I, I believe that when he picks his films, he's very choosy about the storyline. Like, it has to make sense. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. It could have turned out to be total garbage, but I'm still <laughs> cautiously optimistic about this film yeah. as I am with any John Wick film that gets released. Oh my gosh. I, that's what I thought it was like, cause that's, that's why I was talking to my dad. We were watching the bills game last night and it came on and I was like, um, and I said, uh, I don't even remember what I said. I'm like, Oh, those movies are great. Have you seen him? And he goes, John Wick. I was like, yeah. And he goes, you know, yeah. matrix revelate the revelations or whatever resurrection resurrections it's resurrections which is weird because the last one was resurrection wasn't it no it was matrix wait matrix matrix revolutions matrix i'm gonna search for cash (laughs) um what sequel isn't oh let's see um yes yeah matrix resurrections is the one that comes out matrix matrix reloaded and matrix revolutions too many r's i can't keep up man all this alliteration (laughs) so that means matrix 5 would be like retaliations maybe or maybe Uh, it's i don't know and then matrix resolutions nope there's already one of those uh, oh no, uh, Revol- Re- revolution. Yeah, it's revolution. No, this would be resolution. See, there's too much. There's too much. It's just, <laughs> that's when you know there's a problem here. Right. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, um, I said the guilty. Have you seen the guilty? No. It's on mm-hmm. Netflix. It's with Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, unique in that very similar to like photo booth with uh photo booth. Oh my gosh. Phone booth with <laughs> um <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm like, I can't even concentrate anymore because I'm, I'm a hot mess. Um, <laughs> phone booth with Colin Farrell, how mm-hmm. the whole movie takes place inside the phone booth. This one, it's called the guilty and it takes place inside a 911 dispatch office. Oh, entire wow. movie, but it is, it's, it's very good. I highly, okay. highly recommend that one. If you All have right. not seen it, I would, I would put that on the list. Well, we and also, also did... yeah, go ahead. I was going to say that this, this month there is a sequel coming out to a cute kids film. Um, Sing two. Yes. Coming out. Oh, I'm so excited to see it. The first one was so cute. And yeah. Good. They did release a two minute kind of uh, short film um, during uh, football games over the weekend. And it was sponsored by X and X Xfinity. I think it's called Xfinity, the cable company, mm-hmm. TV company. Xfinity, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it was called uh, "Come Home." If you haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. It's two minutes long. It's cute, but it has the scene characters um, in it in this kind of Christmas themed. Yeah. So that's a that's another one to look forward to. Um, but what were you going to say? Um, I really enjoyed Free Guy. We did uh, an episode oh, yeah. on Free Guy. Free Guy was Free Guy was really good. Was um, I film. know 
Oh, it was. I know that everyone knows how much I love <clears throat> M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Your favorite, yes. Um, the movie Old came out this year or is coming out. No, it came out. It came out. Um, at some point, regrettably, I will watch it. Um, there's there's a there's a guy in there who I think is a pretty phenomenal actor. I'm gonna want I'm, so I'm gonna want to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I okay. I have no like I have no good feelings or or hopes for it. I'm just gonna watch it and then never tell anyone about it <laughs> until we do a podcast on it. <laughs> but so, Alex Wolf, he's he's in the movie. He was in um, Hereditary. Mm-hmm. He's 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 a great actor. So I, I want, I want to see it, but I like, don't, I'm going into it knowing that it's going to be awful and I'm going to be disappointed and then I'll end up liking it somehow. All right. Well, I have to say that, you know, as we come to a close here on 2021, um, I'm grateful to you. So I thank you for joining me on this adventure because we had no idea how this was going to turn out. It's been interesting. Yeah. We've learned a lot over each episode. And um, I think, you know, based on the conversations that you and I have had that we're going to evolve it. Um, So for the listener going in evolution. All right. So, for the listener going into 2022 um, with all the different life changes that are happening with breeze, you know, moving from one state to another and uh, me trying to keep up with the kids and work and such that we're going to probably, we're going to have to slow down the amount of episodes that we're rolling out instead of one a week. It's probably going to be maybe one. I'd say one every other week is easier to maintain. Yeah, two a month. Yeah. Um, but I have to say thank you to the listeners because I'm about to give out some info here that Brittany has not heard yet. And we've got some interesting numbers statistic-wise for 2021. So this may come to you as a shocker, but um, we've had more than one country listening to us. What? Yeah. Are you counting Canada? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've had more than two countries listening to us. So, number one on that list is the United States. They've had the most unique downloads. Wow. I know. Shocker. Canada was number two. Canada Woo! was number two. You ready? You ready for the list? Mines, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> Who who do you think was number three on that list? Guam. No. Japan. I, I oh I was gonna say that like for Japan. Like, for giggles, but uh wow. You wanna take a shot at number four? Like there's multiple countries? Yeah. Number four. Let's and, see. and then after that, I'm going to, I'll tell you the rest so that you're not here guessing, you know, like. Number four. Random. Um, Ireland. Bingo. Ireland <gasps> is number four. Yes. <laughs> now, now, this is the order in which um, we've had the most downloads. 
So, you ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. U.S. was number one, Canada number two, Japan number three, Ireland number four, which we discussed. <clears throat> number five, I'm actually going to save for a surprise reveal at the end. Moving on and to... The Koreas? <laughs> Stop. Okay, going on to number six, Germany. Then we have New Zealand, Portugal, Spain, Guyana, Greece, the UK, Austria, Egypt, Denmark, Colombia, the UAE, United Arab Emirates, Romania, and then, one second, I change one thing here. We had Malaysia and the Netherlands, but the one I skipped kind of caught me by surprise. Russia. Really? We had number four multiple downloads from Russia. No, they weren't number four. Five. Number four was Ireland. Yeah, that was they were number five. But yeah, um, thank you all for taking the time to listen to us because that was quite impressive, the list. Um, But let's break this down a little further, going back to our number one, which was the U.S. (laughs) And I still can't believe this list. Okay. So our uh, number one state in the U.S. that listened was Florida. Yeah, that's what you mean, I guess. Then Wisconsin, and then Oregon. And Oregon, I have a lot of friends and family there, so that's not a complete shocker. Then goes California, Maryland, New York, Virginia, Illinois, Michigan, Alaska, Pennsylvania, Minnesota, Texas, Oklahoma, Colorado, Tennessee, Massachusetts, Arizona, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Montana, Carolina, New Jersey, Ohio, Washington, and coming in at a whopping 14.39% from the U.S. is a place called Unknown. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Unknown, and then I click on it, and it goes, unable to identify the geographic locations of these downloads. I'm assuming it's probably somebody or more than one person maybe in the witness protection program. So their, <laughs> their VPNs are all scrambled. So um, we thank you if you are in the witness protection program listening to us. <laughs> um, and then uh, our neighbors to the north, the downloads are coming from Ontario. Which is, a, I don't know anybody specifically in Ontario, but hey. It's Blake Moines, it is. I know we, it is. <laughs> gotta be. Well, we love our neighbors to the north, eh? <laughs> Say that now. Um, yeah, Australia, they're the only ones really that haven't really listened to us. So um, that's, that makes me Crikey, sad on mate. many, that makes me sad on many levels. But anyways, but anyways, yeah, I thought that was kind of fun to uh, reflect on because it gave me the breakdown of literally since we started this back earlier this year on where all the uh, downloads were coming from. So that's kind of fun. I'm looking forward to to the next year. I think next year will be fun 
we will do our best to um, not do play-by-plays anymore. I think we kind of yes. established that near the end. Mm-hmm. Keep it more lighthearted and try to bring you more than just Marvel content. Yes, please. <laughs> we will try our best. That means that the studios need to really get their their butts in gear and get us some real yes. content. So before we wrap this up, what would you say your top three personalities that you would like to, if you had an opportunity to interview on this podcast, who are your top three? Uh, let me think of on that and you go first okay if i had a chance to interview three people in 2022 i think one of them uh it's going to be obvious it would be kevin feige because he is all things marvel i know he wouldn't give away the farm but i would still like to pick his brain on at least like how they come up with what ideas they're going to focus on next. I would really like to get to know that portion of it Um, because I also know that the answers he gave me would be safe. So trying to interview people who are involved with Marvel films would probably be extremely complicated, but he would probably make it the least complicated. And he just seems like an interesting individual anyway. Um, So that would be one. Um, Another one I would want to interview, just because I think the interview would be informative, but sarcastically entertaining, would be Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) Yes. I I would love to talk with him. Um, Mostly just about, again, the types of films he enjoys working on and such. But I know that there's a strong chance that Ryan Reynolds would probably never talk to us uh, just because I've heard him on a podcast recently. And the only reason why he did it was because he's good friends with a couple of people that are on it. And he even mentioned that it he doesn't find enjoyment in doing those types of things. It, there's a, like, I don't know if it's anxiety or whatnot. So... <clears throat> Um, I doubt that would happen, but it would be one that I would really enjoy doing. And then mm-hmm. third, I would want to probably talk to um, uh, Will Arnett, actually. I think Will Arnett is a very interesting comedian. He's done a lot of really cool things over the years, including Lego Batman lego masters but he was also involved with uh blades of glory and uh arrested development i mean lots of lots of different things but i i appreciate his humor and i think that he would be he would be a fun person to um interview as well those would be my three Um, mine probably are not going to be as like, um, professional as yours. Um, I would say Adam Driver. I think that, um, as a human being, he is just phenomenal. And I'd love to just hear more about him more on a personal level versus, um, you know, what you hear and see in interviews, uh, typically. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that 
when it comes to acting, he's also fantastic. I really enjoy seeing him bring characters to life and the emotion behind it. Um, Kieran Culkin <laughs> for right. purely selfish reasons. <laughs> um, I I do enjoy everything that he's been a part of, but I would really, um, I mean, my my introduction to him as who he more or less is now today stems from everything that he did with independent films. And um, I would just really love to hear more about um, more about his life and growing up and um, and what that was like and getting started. Uh, my third one. Hmm. It's tough because there really is a lot of people that mm-hmm, would be fascinating sure. to talk to. And again, it's like a uh-huh. think of it. Think of it like a, a you know, like a wish list. And even though most wish lists don't come true, you never know. Maybe we might get lucky one day to get <laughs> somebody to talk with us uh, about their their stuff. Again, mm-hmm. it would all be related to television and film because that's the whole point of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, My, sky's the limit. Yeah. Who's your third? My third. And I'll get a lot of flack for this, I'm sure, but it's, I find it very interesting would be, um, I think I would choose um, Addison Ray. So she came to be known by doing TikTok dances. Okay. And then she was on, I think she was on Late Night with Jimmy Fallon doing mm-hmm. the TikTok dances. And there's a little bit of um, uh, like, uh, um, flack on that like there was a lot of um, like negative publicity with that because the dances she was doing were dances that other people had invented um, specifically um, people in the black community had invented these dances and she was doing them and she was getting the attention for it so then he ended up coming back and, and bringing those creators onto his show wow. and they got to do their dances as well but since then she, I mentioned earlier or previously in a podcast, um, I, um, he's all that. She was the main character in that movie. And I was really impressed with her because here's this girl who is, you know, she's, she's a young adult. She's been doing these dances on TikTok and got millions of followers. And then now is in the acting scene and for have never have having never done that before or any background whatsoever she was really good and she's um just her persona and who she's become in the public eye i'm quite impressed with especially at her age and i mean she's she's beautiful she could she could take her life a million different directions and the avenue that she's going down. I'm very impressed. So I would love to like pick her brain and see like, you know, how she views herself, like in her success and where she hopes to take it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, I'm sure she's light years ahead of where she thought she would have been at this age by downloading an app on her phone. So right. I, I think she'd be someone cool to, to kind of talk to and hear, hear you know, more about. And my thought is, is that, uh, 
even if she didn't necessarily invent the dances, if she's doing the dance better than others and people are enjoying it and subscribing, I don't see the issue in it. It's not like she's claiming she invented the dances, I don't believe. Yeah, I I don't think that she was taking credit, but she also like wasn't really giving the credit where it due. I mean, she was taking oh. the credit in, in that she got to do these dances on national television. Um, and, and she didn't not say that they weren't hers, you know, um, I think that, um, you know, she's, she's a beautiful white girl. Um, and you know, she's got a great figure, her face, like, she's just gorgeous. And so she was getting, she was getting all this attention. So I don't think it was necessarily that she was doing something better. She just had a bigger audience. And sure. So she, she I, I think, the, I think she got the attention. I think the only time I would have taken exception is if she'd come out and said something to the effect of look at the dances that I created all original, all me. And that turned Mm -hmm. out to be false. Then I'd be like, okay, clearly that's, that's bad. But no, in this case, if, if people are going to subscribe because they want to see your dance, I don't have an issue with that. I think people subscribe to much worse than that. That's for sure out (laughs) on the internet. Yeah. But um no that's it was cool. just that she, was, she was gaining she was gaining fame for something that wasn't really necessarily hers. I think that was that was the issue. Ah, well, either way, that's a cool list. I think mm-hmm. that's uh, pretty admirable. Um well, in any case, I mean, let's let's wrap up 2021. Um uh, you know, I can say that to I I wish for you and for our listeners that everyone has a safe and happy New Year's 2022. Um, we look forward to spending more time with you guys discussing what we love most, and that's TV and movies. Mm-hmm. Um, anything you want to add before we wrap it up? No, I mean just thank you to everyone who has been listening. It's been kind of uh therapeutic (laughs) yeah well it's cool to like hear you know how many listeners we do have and where they're all located but um it's cool to just be able to do something fun and enjoy it and for people to be enjoying that with us it's 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 a weird feeling to know that you're putting something out there that people are responding to yeah and we're not getting paid for it i mean we joke about we joke about in previous episodes (laughs) about you know plugs (laughs) and stuff and Hey, if any of those companies ever want to send us free samples, we're not opposed to that. You know, we'll talk about it on the air. But yeah, um, this has just been, it's been fun. Especially wine, if any wine. (laughs) (laughs) Wineries, yes. Wineries, you could reach Brie at uh, wino.com. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No. Classier than that. Fair enough. All right. Well, as we uh, about to kick off a new year here. Um, you've been listening to the Red Carpet Cafe. Again, one of your hosts, Eric Root. And I am your other host, Bree Prout. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Don't forget, we are a member of the Be Kind Rewind podcast network. You can find us on the web at bkrpn.com. Have a happy and safe New Year. And we look forward to spending time with y'all in 2022. Bye.